player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 224 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Shawn. How we doing? Fantastic. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast. We're just about every week. Two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash twoplayercoop just like our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton did, as well as our affiliate, James Solar. It's a foot noise. If you like merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op, just like some of you <laughs> did. Uh, until we're out of this pandemic, I'm going to tell each and every one of you, each and every week, to go ahead and wear your Woo-hoo! mask. I love that I bleeped that out last week, and then Colin's like, F, F, F. <laughs> but that was going to be way too much work, so. That's uh, fine. It is fine. Um, so thank you all for being here. Uh, if you're new to the channel as of last week, we understand. Um, thank you for being here, and yes. welcome to the fun. Hopefully you will stick around. Uh, so if you missed it somehow last week, we did uh, we, we posted our interview with Colin. Um a lot of you guessed it, or if you didn't let me know that that's who you thought it was, you let me know Just in the comments saying, assumed. yeah, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, Steve Apton was like, I wonder whose content schedule would allow for a recording Wednesday nights. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. And I saw Derek was like, yep, I knew it, and I cannot wait to listen to this. So uh, if you're new or old, thank you so much for being here. If you're new, I do hope you stick around. Um, what we do every week, we, well... We won't be here next week, but um, just about every week, like I said, we get together, we talk about what we want to talk about in the world of video games, talk about what we've been playing, uh, all that fun stuff. We do have some Let's Plays coming up. Hopefully, uh, OBS doesn't crap the bed after this recording so that we can start our Legend of Zelda Let's Play series, um, because if Nintendo's not going to celebrate the anniversary, we're going to do it. No, I screwed it up. I'll do it myself. Fine. I'll do it myself. I don't. That's not even Thanos. Was that, that was Guardians? Like, <clears throat> yeah, that was Batman. That was like when he looked all weird and purple, and he yeah. looked all jacked up. But that was Guardians, right? When he says, "I'll do it myself," I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, no. It was Avengers because he was actually in Guardians. No, he wasn't. I'm pretty sure you see him in the movie on his throne up in yeah. space. I mean, he's just chilling. He doesn't have much of a role. I thought Avengers <laughs> I think it's the end of Finger. Avengers. No, the well, I might have watched the movie. Um <laughs> The funny thing is like Avengers came out before like post-credit scenes were a thing. So when I watched it in theaters with dad, no. at least I thought, no. well, I hadn't watched because all of the previous I hadn't Marvel watched any of the Marvel movies okay. up to that point cuz Iron didn't Man care. is when the the post-credit scene of Iron Man was when Nick Fury showed up. Okay. He's like, oh, I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative, initiative. And, yeah. and the internet bum, just bum, blew, bum. blew up. Um, but no, like I never saw the shawarma oh, yeah. post-credit scene. I mean, I watched it after the fact, but I didn't see it when I was watching it with Dad. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, it was Age of Ultron. Really? According to Google. According to Google? I don't know why. So I've never seen it then, actually in a movie. Yeah. With the gauntlet. Yeah. You should watch this. I'm going to. I'll do it myself. Big See, he looked okay there. He didn't look that good. He was a little more purple. He was very gold. Well, yeah. So Jess is going out of town in about a month uh, for a girl's trip, her yearly girl's trip to the beach. So then I'm going to watch Tenet, and I'm going to watch that. I I told Mm. myself I'm finally going to watch Ultron. Yeah. It's it's good. I don't understand the hate. Well, it's not the first or three and four. I haven't seen it, but that's what I'm going to say. Mm, you're probably right. I am right. <laughs> I just thought of Homestar when he's like, yeah, you're probably we right. Um, it's definitely no Infinity War or Endgame. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's better than the first one, but I also think the first one gets a little bit of you know artificial inflation. Well, you know. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay. So... Before I'm gonna figure, and James Spader's awesome. There's no strings on me. Oh, I love it. 
I saw that trailer and I was like, this is going to be the best movie ever. And then I never saw the movie. Um, <laughs> so just to go back to the Colin thing for a little bit, um, I was, I know we were both incredibly nervous, but I really don't think it came across except at one point at the beginning, I stumbled over my words. I said 10 something when I meant But I mean, you 10. do that on everybody. Well, this, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> one year ago, I was like, Dashboard, cars, car, But it was awesome, and like like Bernardo tweeted, like not everybody likes Colin, but shout out to Bernardo for for giving us a shout out for the interview and everything. Thank you, buddy. Um, and the I'm theme gonna, song, yes. And I'm going to get on a podcast with him soon. We're mm. going to talk about something fun. Um, but like, no one has to like everybody. What what I can't stand, like if you don't like Colin because of his personality or whatever, fine, whatever. But what I cannot stand is when people like him don't when people dislike him for things that are not actually true. Yeah, I I just I'll, I'll never like people are they'll they'll tweet at me they didn't with this. By the way, the reception for the video was freaking awesome. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that watched. Thank you to everybody that shared it, liked it, everything. Um, but when people have tweeted me in the past, like. Damn, Sean. You had hot dogs, didn't you? Uh, gumbo. So there is some sausage. In there's that. there's something in there. <laughs> Got um, a peek behind the sausage. It's, it's, the sausage is in my face. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, like I've had people tweet me like, oh, you like that bigot and that whatever. I'm like, please, seriously, give me one example of where he's a bigot because there's literally nothing. Uh, give me an example because he's spoken no. out for trans rights and gay rights and and he's spoken out against the the police state and and for for black rights and everything like he has spoken out against all these things but people because he made a dad joke about ah peace and quiet oh my god is this gonna go live on no it's not okay (laughs) because he made a dad joke four years ago that has just warped everybody or, or people didn't want to like i think him. they already didn't like him exactly and they were just looking for you know the i don't know let's just say smoking gun but that's not right but they were just looking for a reason to be anything like, this is why <clears throat> yeah like, yeah oh he hates women no he doesn't his girlfriend was sitting right next to him at the time his girlfriend at the time i should say was sitting right next to him when he made the tweet and she was like she rolled her eyes but she wasn't like oh my god i'm breaking up with you it's just yeah. It's ridiculous. I love Colin. I'm never going to be ashamed about that. And if you don't like it, sorry. It just is what it is. Um, you put your finger down. No, I, I, I it's still okay. <laughs> it was the easily the highlight of our podcasting career. It's not going to be our biggest video ever because freaking because WWE, WWE. 2K17 for some reason continues. It's like over 80,000 views, whatever now. Um, but it was absolutely the highlight of us doing this uh, podcast channel, everything. Um, he was so easy to talk to. He was, he was were, super chill. Yeah. There was times when, when we were going through the interview, I would stop and be like, man, I feel like I'm like on sacred symbols because he's talking to us the way he talks to Chris and Dustin and everything. And it was just so, so easy to talk to. He couldn't have been nicer. He, he stayed a few minutes over so he could finish the interview. Like hats off to Colin. I'm, I'm so happy that he sat down with us and hopefully we'll do it again. Cause I only got through about a third of the questions I wanted to ask him. Um, and I've already thought of more. I'd like to ask him next time. Um, but it was great. If you didn't check it out yet, for some reason, uh, go check it out. And yeah, shout out to Colin. Um, there will be no podcast next week. Uh, I'm going to be out of town. My 10 year old has a gymnastics meet in a, a state championship gymnastics meet in Knoxville. So we're going to that. And then we're going Sean to right outside of Atlanta. I forget what, the city is but it's it's like the collierville to memphis whatever we're going to outside of atlanta and it's the great wolf lodge hmm. have you heard of this or no. seen commercials or anything it's this giant indoor water park hotel thing with like multiple they've got a baskin robbins and they've got like they've got all these sweet shops and stuff and restaurants sweet. and everything and yeah it's gonna be sweet so uh no podcast next week um but we'll be back the week after that with our thoughts on Zack Snyder's freaking Justice League. My God. Oh, are you going to... We'll be back Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It's still it's another Thursday. week away. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. It's Thursday the 18th. And four hours and two minutes, I'm going to strap in and watch it all in one night. And I'll probably watch it again the next day. And Jess is going to hate me. Are you going to watch it from 11 
until three in the morning? No. Okay. Why? I just figured you would. I'm guessing it releases at like midnight, right? Oh no, no, no! no. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Thursday. I'm gonna delete Twitter Thursday. I'm gonna watch it Thursday nights from seven to eleven, whatever. And then I'll get back on Twitter and see everybody crying. By the way, when 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 this whole name a gaming moment, whatever that lives rent free in your mind, or name this that is rent free in your mind, like a month ago, I wanted it to tweet, but I didn't. But I'm gonna say it now. A lot of y'all should have just said Zack Snyder because y'all are so freaking triggered, like. Bernardo's hyped. Nick uh, Young Roshi is hyped. Um, I don't, at this point, especially with these teasers they've been putting out, I didn't really care about anything that they've done at this point. They've done Aquaman and Flash. I'm like, whatever. Um, I'm glad Flash is going to get more of a role in this. Uh, but just seeing the Batman one with him, the, the shot of him on the friggin' bat tank, I'm like, oh my God. And then Superman, I saw somewhere on Twitter, they they showed like, they did like a, uh, a half and half. What am I saying? On the top of the video was Batman helping Superman up after the fight in BVS, and then on the bottom was Superman lifting Batman up in ZSJL. Um, and I was like, okay, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Okay. Um, and some people were like, he's literally lifting Batman out of the dark into the light. And I was like, <laughs> I know it probably won't be great, but like, I am so excited to watch that movie finally and i love that he's leaving it on a cliffhanger to be like your move wb assuming that all the stuff with zach never happened and even if the original justice league probably was not going to be what we're getting now like it was not going to be a four-hour movie but assuming he was able to finish it i guess even just take that out of the question like Were you any less hyped for Justice League once Zach bowed out? Or you know, didn't finish it, whatever you want to call it. Like, did that bring down your hype level? Or you were still just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care, I'm ready. I didn't realize the magnitude of him bowing out. Okay, so let me Because ask you I was this. like, Joss Whedon did Avengers. Take okay. your uh, negative thoughts about the movie out. Are you more hyped for Snyder Cut or the original? Justice when League. it came out yeah, yeah i'm more hyped for this really because bvs while i liked it again seven seven point five out of ten ultimate seven point five the original six point five okay um when everything started coming out and i've got tweets where i was like oh like greg miller was like oh my god they're gonna cgi out his mustache and i was like or oh my god, he's whatever. I was like, Greg, they're gonna CGI out the the mustache. It'll be fine. And every year when it comes up my time hop, I'm like, oh god. And to lead off the movie with him with going, it, like, oh, 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 <laughs> I just watched that this morning. Really? Yeah, it was randomly on it. Like Wait, seven. Justice League or Goonies? Goonies. <laughs> but like, no, I'm more hyped for this. I am almost as hyped. I'm not as hyped as I was for BVS before the reviews came sure. out. And then it was a 27% of Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, oh, that's a bit low. Something I mean, is happening. Here. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how Justice League was a 40. I don't know how any, oh, that movie sucks. Uh, so I'm hyped for it. But yeah, anyways, no podcast next week. We'll be back the week after. Um, it'll probably be a long one because we'll have two weeks of news and we'll have uh Snyder cut. Maybe we should do a separate video for that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but I'm hyped for it. I cannot wait. Um, the reason I had my finger up. So last night we had Casey's birthday party here a uh, week early, just him and a couple friends and parents and stuff. And as Sean saw, I had a little bit too much to drink. Um, and I was telling Jess today, I was like, I don't know why I can't sing. Like I literally can't. And she's like, no, it's not that you I think can't. you start singing. You're like, blah, blah, I'm too low. <laughs> no, I'm too high. And you just keep going. You can't like pick one. No, but I don't know what pitch it. I don't know how. I don't know how to sing. But she was like, you could. She's like, no, you can. You just don't know how. Yes. So like she said, like if some, like if you actually, if I wanted to actually do, go yes. get lessons. I think lessons could fix you. I think some people, mom, no, no. You, I think, could be fixed with voice lessons. I don't know. But anyway, so after that was all done and I was a little inebriated um, and the s'mores were gone. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I felt fine this morning. 
Um, except my shoulder. Oh, I got my COVID shot. As you saw, I got Me the... Uh, so both of us have our gold trophies. Did you like my tweet? I mean, I know you liked it, but did you like the tweet? Yeah, it was funny, I, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, platinum trophy in three weeks for both of us. Um, Nick was in there, and he was watching... I guess the second half of the original Avengers. And I was like, Nick, you got to go to, you don't got to go to bed. I'm just going to say here. And I watched it. Well, and the day before he watched the beginning, when it starts, I'm like, what are you watching? And he's like, Avengers. I was like, is this Ultron? He's like, no dad. It's the first Avengers. I was like, I, I think I've only seen that movie once. And I did not remember it's been the beginning. A while since I've seen it start to finish. Do you remember what happens? There, there's helicopters going to the site and everything. And then Samuel L's there and, and whatever. And then they're they're working on the tesseract. And then it's Loki shows up. I'm like, oh, oh I yeah. kind of remember. This, I remember but, it now, but yeah. <clears throat> but I watched it after um, they 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 get their butts kicked up on the the helicarriers and stuff, and Agent Coulson dies. He didn't actually die, right? I don't know if he die. I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't know. But then because Nick Fury, he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. He faked the the cards with the blood on it to get him to go together and stuff. And and then when you see that that iconic moment of the the pan around, I was like, man. So like Endgame really did just they just were like okay here's the moment and we're just gonna put it in here again like the the pan around as they're standing in the street it's the exact same, at least from what I could tell it was the exact same shot. It might be. Yeah, I don't remember. Because every time else in Endgame, when you see the original Avengers, it's all like from the like the, the shoulders down, so you can't see who's actually in the suit. Like It's not Black Widow anymore. That's not Captain America's ass and everything. Um, it was really good. Um, I still... One of the absolute best moments, I think, in any superhero movie ever is when Loki is in the tower after he's been hit down and everything, and he starts talking to Hulk, and Hulk just... <laughs> I, like I, I will never forget seeing that in theaters and just laughing my ass off, unlike any other thing I'd ever seen before. And and watching it again, well, even like, the part when I think it's him and Thor when they like bring down one of the little flying beasts, and then he just goes, yes. <laughs> just like punches Thor. <laughs> yes, I did one of my <laughs> at that. Um, but it was so good. It's still so weird to see. It wasn't weird at the time, but to see Captain America in that crappy suit after how awesome he is in Winter Soldier and everything after that, I was like, this suit with the bright blue, and it's just it's just so weird yeah. to see him in that. But Avengers is still awesome. Yeah. I it holds up. Um so yeah, I will watch Ultron here in the next eh, about a month or so. Um we'll go from there. Sean, yes. Have you played anything this week? I did. Okay. I played and beat. Wow. Maquette. Oh, we need to talk about this because I played it too. Oh, okay then. Perfect. Uh, let me give my thoughts first because you can tell me I'm an idiot. I played it for a half hour and I was like, I go into the thing, I move the red block, I go into this world, and I go up the elevator and there's a bridge. So I grab the bridge. I'm like, I got to go down here and I have to make the bridge go here so I can walk across. And I'm like. Okay. Let me go over here. I'm like, I don't, I don't get this game. It shows below where it's going to land, and you can with L2 and R2, you can. That's what I didn't know because I missed that in the tutorial. I was like, there's something I don't get. I'm like pushing. Yeah, L1, R1, rotate it. Okay. L2, R2. So now I can go back and and play it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What did you think? I liked it. I think it's. I think the mechanics of the game, it just seems, it's a very cool concept. I will say that. I feel like they're just like, cool mechanic, here's a story. Just throw them again. (laughs) Like, and you could, I'm sure somebody more intellectually gifted, whatever, yeah, than I could look at this game and be like, no, no, the fact that you can do all that is a the metaphor. This this. Blah, blah, blah. But okay, whatever. The story and the mechanic, I feel like just have nothing to do with one another. Yeah. But it is cool. There were some parts I had to look up. And then once I saw the solution, I'm like, 
Oh, well, that's stupid. Like, I just felt stupid afterwards. Um, it's a cool game. I like it. So I the the little bit that I played, I do like when you're walking around the worlds and stuff. Like the story will will pop up like on a wall, and it'll it's tell very you the Edith Finch and stuff. Yeah, um, I get Edith Finch and Firewatch vibes. Hold that thought. Uh, Edith Finch is better though. Oh, than this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I played it for. I can check. I think I played it for forty minutes before I quit. But Edith Finch? No, 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 oh. no. The maquette. I was gonna say. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Um, but I like that. It did seem like it ran kind of weird. Like there were times where it'd be super smooth and there was other times where it was like, it was chugging and stuff, but I don't know. I mean, it's a free PS plus game. I think everybody should try it now that I know the R2 L2 thing there. There was one time I was doing something like in the tutorial area area and I, I could tell that I clicked or I, I pushed a button or something that got rid of whatever the prompt was. And I was like, uh-oh. Crap, what did that say? <laughs> and then you go into like settings and it's just there it doesn't really tell you what the actual controls are in the settings. So I was like, I know I'm missing uh, something. Yeah. But the the whole when I couldn't get the bridge to line up, I was like, no, I'm done. Yeah, that's all it is. Well, I was done with Maquette. So then I said, you know what I'm gonna do? Because this game's pissing me off. I'm finally gonna go back and I'm gonna play Firewatch. Oh. And oh shoot, I forgot that was today. James, you're sleeping. Um, I played it for about I got into day two. It's weird because I built this game up in my head so much. First thing, I can't move the right stick quick enough in this game, like the the and you can't adjust it. So whatever the right stick does for looking and stuff, it, it is what it is. You cannot speed it up or slow it down or anything. Um which I, I went in the settings mode. I was like, am I missing something? No. Um, but you get through day one. I had forgotten how emotional the opening is just when you're going through the text and everything, yeah. everything that's going on with Julia and the music. Oh, yeah. I love that song. Um, but I played through it. Uh, it's still beautiful. I still wish I had a PSVR port. It, it kills me that it never got it. I'm sure it's been hacked or something on PC. I'm, I'm guessing it has, um, to, to do it in VR, but that world is beautiful. Um, the voice acting Sissy Jones as Delilah is amazing. I forget who did Hank. I can never remember his name. It's the guy from the office. Pam's friend, when she goes to art school. Uh, Oh my God. Yeah. It's that guy. But yeah, I can't think of his name. Now I, I don't like Hank cause I didn't like that guy. I never would have. I remember watching The Office once and like the credits afterwards was like, you know, guest star, whatever. And the name popped up. I'm like, like why does that name sound familiar? Yeah. And I looked it up. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I never would have pictured Hank. I pictured Hank looking like Hank, Hank yeah. like the voice actor. Big old you know. hands. Right. And I'm like, wait, that's that guy? Yeah. But all right, it's driving me nuts now. Um, but I really liked it. Uh, I forget that it's, an, I, I had forgotten that it's day one when you really, when they really set the tone, which makes sense. Whereas you're, you know, you do the summer. fire. Okay. Wow. I never knew that guy was Rich Summer. Yep. Uh whereas you know they're doing the uh the 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 girls are swimming, they're they're skinny dipping down the lake and they're the doing the fireworks box. and yeah. stuff and um this time I did I don't think I did this the first time, but this time when I was finding all their beer cans, I was like, I'm gonna pick everyone up. Okay, I'm gonna be a good forest ranger. I did all that. And then they're they're bras and panties are over and he's like, it's poop. Candies. <laughs> Delilah's like, you okay with her? He's like, I don't like saying this word. Um, the voice acting's so good. Now I now I wish you hadn't shown me. I, did, I wish I didn't know that was art school guy because now I'm going to picture him as Hank. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then as you make your way back, I can remember going through the ravine and everything, but that's when you find the the stranger, the guy that's out there. You see the flashlight and he's like, Stranger. Oh, stranger. I got some nice <laughs> granola bars on sale. Stranger. <laughs> But then, like, you radio Delilah, and you're like, there's somebody out here, and then he's just gone. And I remembered, like, obviously, I know, spoiler alert, the game's five years old. I know there's nothing, like, supernatural or anything going on now, but I remember playing through it then. I was like, what the hell? And then I know I haven't gotten to the deer yet and all that stuff, but, um, yeah, it was really good. And then you get back to your lookout, and the typewriter is through the thing, and then the music kicks in. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just, when I'm working tomorrow, I'm just going to listen to the soundtrack nonstop. Um, 
but I didn't beat it. I just got into day two and then I was, I was tired and I was like, I just need to watch Raymond and fall asleep. Uh, you should go back and play gone home again. Nope. <laughs> that game is the most, literally the most overrated game I think of all time. I'm not going to get into it. Logan, I'm sorry. Um, but it's still, and I, I can remember there was a patch that came out after release, after we played it that made it. Cause I can remember there's a couple times where something, I don't remember exactly what it was. I could go back and listen to our podcast, but there was sometimes like when you would go, when you would like mantle up over a rock, something would happen. Like it would either kind of freeze for a second or something. I didn't have any of those issues, but, uh, I just wish you could control how quick you move the right stick. Hmm. And I'd also forgotten how much you rely on the map and your, your compass and everything. There's, it's not like, I knew it wasn't like GTA or something where you put a waypoint and it was right. just like arrows. Um, but it's really cool. But again, that's why this game should be in VR. Uh, I really hate, I'm, I'm happy for the people at Campo Santo that Valve bought them, but I hate that they bought them. Yeah. We're never going to get, uh, what was it called? Not gods and monsters. In the um, Valley of Gods. In the Valley whatever. of Gods. We're never going to get it. It's not going to happen. And I hate that. Uh, but Firewatch is special. I do want to go back and, and finish it off this week and just beat it, um, which would only be the second time. I, I played through it the one time, and I said, I don't I don't need to play this again. Uh, I wish I had a platinum because I would do everything in it. But Yeah. Firewatch is awesome. If you've never played it, go play it. Sean. Yes. Want to get the news of the week? Yes. All right. The story that won't die, won't die. Apparently, the Switch Pro actually is real. Actually. As I think we all assumed. Um, but it looks like it's going to be coming out this year. If if my family's coming through on the microphone, they're coming through on the microphone. This comes from VGC, Video Game Chronicle. Nintendo's long-rumored Switch Pro hardware, hardware will reportedly enter production in June. Bloomberg claims that the updated version of the Switch will contain a new 7-inch Samsung OLED screen as opposed to the 6.2-inch and 5.5-inch LCD screens of the current standard model and the Switch Lite, respectively. According to the report, the new display will be manufactured by Samsung, well, no kidding, and will start production in June, with assemblers due to receive the first batch in July. Despite the larger screen, the new Switch will continue to display content in 720p resolution in handheld mode, according to Bloomberg, but will be able to support 4K when docked. (coughs) The decision to stick with 720p will reportedly mean a notable increase in battery life, but Bloomberg notes that this may lead to friction with developers who may now have to work with two vastly different resolutions when complete when creating their games. It's likely that some form of upscaling, some form of upscaling similar to Nvidia's DLSS technology would be required to achieve such a significant resolution jump. Quote, the OLED panel will consume less battery, offer higher contrast, and possibly faster response time when compared to the Switch's current liquid crystal display. End quote. (laughs) Yoshio Tamura, co-founder of display consultancy DSCC, told the publication, Bloomberg suggests the hardware may have similar dimensions to the standard Switch, with the bezel around the screen being reduced to cater for the larger display. Multiple outlets have reported that Nintendo is preparing to launch new Switch hardware in 2021 and that it might feature upgraded computing power and support for 4K graphics. Uh, I love VGC, but sometimes these articles just go on for way too long. Um, So I'm going to stop reading now. So essentially, it, it sounds like... These are going to start going into production in June, or at least the screens will. The actual switches will be in production in July, which I've heard some, or I've heard, I've seen some people tweet that that would line up perfectly for a November release of the Switch Pro. So to sum it all up, 720p handheld, 4K docked, OLED 7-inch screen. Uh, The OLED will consume less battery life, have a higher contrast ratio, fast and possibly a faster response time compared to the original Switch. Sean. What do you think? I, I honestly don't care. <coughs> Swallow some spit. All right, joked on it. Um, one or the other. Uh, I'm not playing games on the Switch for their graphics. No. I don't care if it was 720p. On the TV. On the TV. Yeah. Fine. Like, I'm not, I just, I don't care. 
I don't care. Handheld mode, I don't care about that extra, what, three quarters of an inch or so, like five-eighths of an inch, whatever. I don't care. The battery life is fine. I don't care. I just do not care at all. I honestly cannot imagine other than just, you know, Nintendo fanboy diehard people, like, who are just going to buy it just because it's Nintendo. I don't know who this is. Who's in the market for this? I don't understand it. Yeah. I just, I could not care less about this. I already traded my Switch once for the new one with a better battery. And I'm like, I don't like, and I've seen people complaining online about the 720p screen. When you're playing this on a six or seven inch screen, you're not going to, 720p is way more than what, what do you want? A 4k screen? That's this. What, what the hell's the point of that? Yeah. Um, the only thing that would worry me, but I know this isn't going to happen, is would they say that only that some games are only compatible with the Switch Pro? They're not going to do I that. I assume it's going to be like PS4 Pro. Yes. Like the exact same library. Some will look a little bit better if you have yeah. the Pro. They, they've they've sold 60-something million of these things. They're not going to cut anybody out of this ecosystem that already has a Switch. I do wonder, though... <sighs> It would make sense to launch this with Breath of the Wild 2. Now, I don't know why I'm still holding out hope for this, because clearly after the Nintendo Direct, it's not going to come out this year. But maybe it is. Like, maybe the reason they don't want to talk about it yet is because they want to be able to show the game running in 4K on the new Switch and announce them both at the same time. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the battery life is fine. I never played this. Th- I've never played my Switch, but when I do, I usually play it dock, so I don't care about the battery life. Right. If I ever travel again and I have to go overseas and I want to bring my Switch, I'm going to have a plug right there. Like, I just don't care about the battery life. Yeah. Um, and Nintendo games... Yeah, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> beautiful. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Beautiful. Odyssey. Beautiful. None of those need that they, they wouldn't look I mean quote they would look better in 4K. 4K adds nothing to these games. Right. Demon Souls in 4K? Okay. Mario Golf in 4K? I really don't care. <laughs> right. Like I don't know. I just I don't get it. Um it's not surprising to me that we've all been talking about this forever. This thing has to happen at some point. Uh some people are saying maybe they'll It'll be March next year for the five-year anniversary. And then Breath of the Wild 2 would be then also. But, uh, I mean, if they're producing these things in June, July, why are they going to wait nine months to put them out? When that they seems, want to get yeah. it out November, they're a year removed from the, the, the two new consoles. Get it out before Christmas, Black Friday, maybe a new Zelda game. Maybe they're going to freaking have Mario Odyssey 2, which no one's even talking about, to launch with it instead while they finish Breath of the Wild. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's coming. We all know it's coming and apparently it's coming. <laughs> uh next up, very slow news week. So we're going to talk about uh Take 2 discussing ports of their old games. This comes from Push Square. Grand Theft Auto 5 is still one of the biggest games in the world, despite first releasing on the PS3 all the way back back in 2013. To date, the release has shipped over 140 million units, and that number is only going to grow when Rockstar brings the title to the PS5. This is a PlayStation website, so to the PS5, Series X, and Series S, I'll say that, later this year. And speaking as part of a conference earlier this week, as transcribed by VGC, who we can't get through a podcast without mentioning VGC, Take-Two boss Strauss Zelnick has hinted that fans can expect more than just a, quote, simple port. Quote, we've done remastering differently to the competition. We don't just port titles over. We actually take the time to do the very best job we can making the title different for the new release, for the new technology that we're launching it on. So we improve the technology, we upgrade the visuals, and we make performance enhancements. And that's why I think our remastered titles typically do so well. End quote. One recent example is Mafia Definitive Edition, which developer Hangar 13 rebuilt from the ground up for PS4 as opposed to simply porting across the PS2 original. Quote, GTA 5 was a standard bearer when it launched. It continued to be the standard bearer in the second generation. We'll see how Grand Theft Auto does in the next generation, he continued. Obviously, I'm confident that Rockstar is going to deliver just a great experience, but you can't do that if you're just doing a simple port, end quote. 
We already know that the next-gen version of GTA, GTA Online will feature content not available on last-gen platforms, and Rockstar has also hinted, hinted that its gameplay will be more responsive. Of course, you'll be able to find out for yourself, as a wildly popular multiplayer mode will be free for PS Plus subscribers to download and at launch, not ant launch. Um, the other thing, just as a note, I'm guessing you saw my tweet, but starting April 1st, you know how if you mm. if you have PS4 and you play GTA Online every month, you get a, a million dollars in GTA money for free. Starting April 1st, they're going to make it a little bit more difficult, although it's not really that difficult, but you have to go in and manually redeem it. You go to, uh, to the PSN. I'm not sure exactly the process, but you go to PSN, you search for the money, and then you yeah. redeem it every month. So you don't even ever have to open up GTA Online. You don't even have to have it installed uh, to redeem the money. But it's going to change, but you should still do that if you care about GTA Online, if you're going to want to play it on PS5. Uh, just know that starting April 1st, you have to do it manually. I do have to say, when I read this, I was like, maybe I'll end up buying GTA 5 again <laughs> for the third time. Like... They did make it, GTA 5 on PS3 to PS4 was a big jump. Graphics, fidelity, frame rate, everything was improved. The first person mode ran beautifully, yada, 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 yada. And again, like I've said, even when I've, speaking of the free money, when I go on to GTA Online through GTA 5 on my PS5, it runs so much better than it did on my PS4, just being on the PS5. But now I'm wondering, like, So they got me to buy it again because of the first person mode and it's PS4 and whatever. I'll buy it again, whatever. And I kind of think the way they're talking about this, they're not just going to port it over. It's not just going to be the same game over. I know I could just get GTA online for free and just keep going with that. But I really love the single player portion of GTA 5. And I think they might make me buy this freaking game for a third time, which is going to help their sales. So what, what do you think? I think for me... And I've talked about it before. I just can't really get into... It's not that I can't get into GTA single player. I just always end up getting distracted. I'm like, I could just go cause some chaos. Yeah. If everything that's new for PS5, other than just the single player mode, is available and online, if they add any kind of new, it's not just up res, but if they add new like gameplay mechanics or whatever, like 4 did with, or you know, like PS4 did with first person, whatever, if that's all available in GTA Online, I'm probably not buying it again. If there's some really cool stuff that is not available in online, but you could do if you own the game or whatever, then maybe I would, but I, I don't know. It would. It depends on what new stuff they do with it. I'm reaching here, but when this game came out almost eight years ago at this point, of course they said there was going to be single-player DLC. That disappeared, everything. The, they, I don't think they even knew how big GTA Online was going to be. <laughs> um, microphone. Um, but what if they do... Now, obviously, if they just do like a few more missions, that's not going to be like, you're not going to be like, well, hell yeah, I'm in when you don't even really care about the single player. But I did, and I would love, like, I hated that we never got the single player expansion for that, like GTA 4 got with Lost in the Damned and the uh, the, the Battle of Gay Tony. Like, I hate that we never got that for GTA 5. I probably shouldn't even, this is like the, the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake of, you know, E3 predictions with this. I shouldn't get my hopes up at all, but maybe... I don't know. <laughs> Your burps are worse than my. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Isn't it weird how you can have farts that don't stink, but burps, 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 burps are always going to smell? You can't have a burp that doesn't smell. The worst is when you're wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm walking through Kroger <clears throat> and I'm shopping, I'm like, <clears throat> and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm walking around the aisle like, oh. <laughs> you're like dutch ovening yourself yes dutch um, ovening me. yeah i don't know i'm looking forward to gta online with whatever even if it's honestly even if it was just a fresh coat of paint like up res prettier you know uh ray tracing all that kind of stuff 
bring it on. I'm excited. Especially if, if there's they can other get, new stuff coming besides that that's yeah. available online. I, I that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be interesting to see if they can get online running at 60 frames per second. Now that'll be dependent on your internet connection and and the yeah. lobby that you're in and all that. But if like at a base level, if they can say online is now capable of 60 frames per second on console, that's huge. Yeah. And I also wonder what this means for PC. Like when these games come out, are PC owners going to get that? I'm sure they'll just be upgraded to whatever it is for free, I would guess. Um, But I don't know. Um, Until then, I'm just going to keep getting my free million dollars. (laughs) I haven't done that in a few months, but... I, I will just, once I get my money. I'm I'm gonna be over twenty million, twenty and a half million now. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do some heist, or I can buy like a yacht or whatever. I don't even know what's in there now. It's well, been so it. long since I tried to do anything in there instead of just shooting people. And the last item on the list, again, slow news week. This is gonna be a quick podcast. Uh, Aliens Fire Team was announced this past week out of nowhere. It is a co-op third-person shooter coming out this summer. Co-op third-person. Co-op third. I'm going to sneeze. I meant to say three-player co-op third-person shooter with a single-player story. It's got an actual story. It's not just online stuff. It's got an actual story. Uh, It's set 23 years after the original Alien trilogy. There are 11 different types of xenomorphs. There's also android bad guys and stuff like that. Maybe Fazbender's in there. Was Fazbender in the the whatever the prequel thing? Was, Was he in there? Wasn't he in it? Or was he just a voice? I never saw it. I never saw it either. I'm just feeling You're talking uh, Prometheus? Prometheus, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember him being in it, but maybe. There'll be I, f- I mean, I didn't see it. Five different classes. Oh, my God, my sneeze. Five <laughs> different classes, over 30 guns. It will have RPG-like progression, and the gameplay will be similar to Left 4 Dead. Um, people were very happy about this when they saw it. It looks cool. I am I like Alien, Aliens, Um I think it's fine. So this didn't really like make me go crazy, but for some people it did. But in the back of my head, I'm just like, what was that? Uh, what was the horrible alien game? Um, was it isolation? I can't remember, but the last big alien game that I can remember coming out six, seven years ago, whatever it was, was a complete dud. And that was the game that I think we talked about on the podcast years ago where they were like, somebody got the code and they, there was a spelling error. And they just deleted like one character and all of a sudden the AI worked correctly because somebody just, they deleted that and then it worked right. And I was like, man. Wow. So I don't know. Do you care anything about Aliens, Fireteam? I mean, not as of right now, no. I guess it could come out and maybe it just blows everybody's mind, but I don't don't really care. Also, three-player co-op just seems weird. Yeah. Like, okay, it's different. It's not just two-player co-op, but like, why three? Why? I, it just seems odd. Yeah. But. No, no, no. I was thinking for some reason today when Michael, whenever he goes like, it's like my favorite thing. When he tries to hold. <laughs> yeah. That, no, yeah. It just it makes me happy. All right. Now it's time for the wrap up. Sean. Uh, PlayStation, uh, obviously they're working on PSVR two. We talked about that last week. Um, but this week they did announce six new games for the PSVR one, including doom three VR edition, along with song. (laughs) What did you have for dinner? Burgers song in the smoke after the fall fract, which a lot of people are excited about. I expect you to die too. And Zenith, uh, doom three was the big one there. Um, I think it looks cool. Did I send you this? <laughs> no. Um, and apparently, so they added like a quick thing to turn around 180 degrees. Oh, that would just make me fall over. If no, like. but I think it's, well, but I think it's better than just, I mean, I guess, yeah. Um, so Doom 3 VR, you care? You care about any of these or is yours just, it's on the shelf? It's, I mean, I would... I would get it back out. Like I never did finish Resident Evil on it. I kind of want to. I don't. I'm curious. I Farpoint or whatever the PS Plus yeah. game is. I mean, it sounds like it's just a at least redeem it. Just so a first, yeah, I've, yeah. I have okay. it now. But like, I think it's just a first person shooter kind of thing. Yeah. Which 
Resident Evil is one thing. It's pretty like slow and plodding. Yeah. I don't think I could play like Overwatch or Call of Duty or anything yeah. like that in VR. I just it's not going to work. And yeah. I don't know if that's what this is supposed to be, but I love my PSVR. It's just kind of a pain yeah. to hook up, and I just kind of I can't be bothered with it. Every so often I do it, but I don't know. Yeah, none of those are going to make me do it. Right. Uh, Naughty Dog, uh, I think it was actually Neil Druckmann that said this, but Naughty Dog is working on, quote, several cool things in the future, and he asks everybody for patience. I assume one of those is the multiplayer mode for Last of Us, um, Last of Us Part Two, the the factions that uh, at one point they said they're working on, and they've never said anything since, so we'll see what that is. Uh, hopefully it's not Last of Us Part Three. Episode Yuffie for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade will be two chapters. The story is based around Yuffie and Sonan, or Sonan, whatever you say his name is, infiltrating Midgar to steal, quote, the ultimate materia from Shinra. Hmm. I still don't know. I shouldn't buy this because every time I get DLC, like we talked about, even with Phoenix Rising, I was like, I'm just kind of sick of this. I never play through DLC all the way. I never do. So why would I do it for this? I think the only, and we talked about this, I think the only one I did was Spider-Man. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I did the. You did Breath of Wild, right? Didn't you beat it or no? No. Oh, I thought I don't even remember what they were. There's the one with like the Master Sword trials, yeah. or whatever. I but then there was could like could not beat it. Yeah, but then there was the thing with like the fourth, the the four champions. It was like a new quest kind of a thing where there's the big sandworm thing and you got to throw bombs in his mouth or something, and then you get uh, the motorcycle if you beat it. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Get I mean, the I have the motorcycle, then you so it. I guess I beat that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. This is kind of interesting to me, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sold. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix announced for some reason that uh, Marvel's Avengers on next gen, which is also actually current gen, they're going to be slowing down the hero progression and the cosmetic unlocks will be less random. Everybody already thinks this game is so bloated and padded. Why are you going to make it take longer to level up this game can just kick rocks uh epic games has purchased mediatonic the creators of fall guys i cannot i if people are still playing that good for them good for mediatonic good for epic now i guess but i just don't get this game like i don't know what they bought them for i don't know if that was released or if it was i just didn't write it down but i fall guys to me is just meh uh, yeah that seems like such a cool concept and then i played it and i'm like oh my god every time it's like the same levels again i don't know and it's just <laughs> <laughs> like it could be cool if there was a game more like i don't know i feel like there needs to be more interaction not just don't fall or get to the finish line first if there was like I don't know, almost like American gladiators kind of like guns you like, or something. like yeah. try to shoot somebody off of like something, you know, like if there was more to it, I do think it's a cool concept, but that game got real old real fast. Yep. I agree. Uh, the BAFTA nominations were announced. The last of us part two leads the way of course, with 13 nominations, including game of the year, which it will obviously win. Uh, there was the uh, new game plus expo. I think it was, over this past week. The only thing that I wrote down of note out of that was that Blaster Master 03 is out on PS4, Switch, Xbox, and PC on July 29th. Will you get this? Probably. Yeah. I mean, almost. Yeah, I will. You know what I forgot about until last week and I looked it up and it's still not out? Uh, Hazelnut Bastille. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Originally, I looked it up. They were originally hoping to release it October 2020. Um, they did an update January of this year, but there's still no release date or anything like that. So I don't know. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, game. they didn't hit the tier for PS4, um, but it will come to Switch and PC. It's got to be close. And I don't know the uh, the 8-bit version for that. And I cannot remember what the name of that is now. Originally, they said you had to be, you know, if you pledged at least five bucks or more to their Kickstarter. I think you got the 8-bit version for free. Um, but I'm still waiting to hear if they're... I assume they'll release it separately. Why wouldn't they? Because every sale you make is just extra money. Um, but that game's got to come out this year. It has to. And if I it doesn't come out it, this year, it's not it coming out. It ain't coming out. out. Yeah. I won't play it 
as soon as it comes out. What was the other one that was kind of like that? Blossom Tales. Blossom Tales. That's right. That was really good. Uh, Forever Entertainment uh, has signed on with Square Enix to create several remakes. They were the company that did the Panzer Dragoon remake. Um, they're going to be doing these remakes across one franchise. A lot of people are saying it's not going to be Final Fantasy. They're they're going to keep that in-house. But I do wonder what it could be. Some people are saying maybe they're going to remake the original Tomb Raider trilogy and bring it up to current gen, which could be cool. Because those that games were fun, but they don't cool. play well at all. Yeah, they, that would need to be a ground It'd up. be like a Metal Gear remake. And that it will <laughs> never happen. <laughs> but yeah, I, that could be cool. I don't know. I think so, too. Uh, Phil Spencer told people this week to not expect any events or world premieres in the near future. There's all these rumblings about a Bethesda event happening this month where I think they would announce that the deal's gone through with Microsoft and they would... Whatever. Um, but Phil Spencer is telling people to just slow your roll, relax. We're going to have to do a lot of relaxing this year with COVID. Just, yeah. just get used to it. After, like we talked about these last month or so, there's been a lot of games that have already been delayed and there's going to be more. And finally here on the wrap up, wrap up, <laughs> wrap up, wrap up, on the wrap up, uh, Xbox game pass is getting Madden 21 football manager, 21 NBA, 2k 21 and star Wars squadrons. That's pretty cool that that'll be on Game Pass for all you X-Bones out there. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for a nice, quick episode 224 of the Two-Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Again, like I said, we will be off next week because I will be out of the town unless Sean wants to do a solo episode. No, probably not. All right. We will be off next week. Uh, We'll be back the next week, which will be two weeks from now, a week and a half after you're listening to this hearing or seeing to this and until that time sean go ahead and take us out thank you for playing